0: Ah, oh shit! Get back here!
1: <laughs> hey, hello, welcome to Community Service Podcast with Craig Conant. Today's our guest is no one because I had COVID and no one wants to get near me. <laughs> I am diseased. Anyways, uh, I would like to thank our new Patreon members, uh, Tiffany Gold. Thank you. Tiffany Golden. Sorry. The email cut off. (laughs) The E in the end. Thank you so much. New Patreon. And uh, Christy Benes, up their pledge. And she's a sweetheart. She said, you have COVID. I'm going to up it. (laughs) And I was like, okay. All right, everybody. I had COVID. I had COVID nineteen. The here come all the juicy f-ing details. I I don't know if it was worse than like the flu or strep throat for me, anyways. Personally, it was absolutely f-ing awful. But guess what? Also was awful the flu and strep throat. Uh my symptoms weren't severe it knocked me on my ass for about three days i would say maybe four days and then after it killed me with uh just fatigue i was so weak like walking to get water hurt you know (laughs) like everything hurt and i didn't want to get out of bed and i just wanted to sleep and i was just so weak and had a headache and uh, that was like the first three days. And then oddly enough, when I started to feel better, that's when I lost my taste and smell. Like after the three or four days of just, those three or four days, it was awful. It was fucking awful. And I'm not trying to downplay it or upplay it, I'm just trying to give it to you as accurate as possible. Like any time I was sick before, it would knock me on my ass for two to four days, and that's what COVID did to me. But then, after that, I then like the the the. Of course, I did zero research on the actual virus until I had it, and then <laughs> so it so it attacks the nerves in your brain, right? Partly, yeah. Yeah, and that's how it makes the the taste and the smell shut off, right? It mess, messes with nerve endings or or something, and then um, and then I had shortness of breath, which was really weird because you don't think you have it, and it's almost as if you forget to breathe, and then all of a sudden you go, you know, yeah, and it's like whoa, why is my body doing that? And I guess it attacks the nerves, and 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 causes like little brain misfires or whatever, and and that was trippy and scary because I was like, whoa, it's fucking with my breathing. Uh, Thank God I have age and health on my side. So I'm, I'm fine. But it was, it was, it was fucking weird, dude.
0: And uh, what else about it?
1: Do you want to talk
0: about it? Oh yeah. I had it too. And I had it for like a day. Yeah. It was one bad day and it was I'd say probably about 36 hours where I just laid in bed and slept and I didn't eat anything cuz I couldn't get up and I could get up I just didn't feel like it and I didn't have anything super easy to eat so I just didn't. Yeah, I I wasn't eating a few days too.
1: I I had another reason I wasn't very hungry. We'll get into that. Um Yeah, dude. It was just I just wasn't eating. Well, I finally lost some some uh, yeah, quarantine right.
0: weight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. And I'm just trying to remember everything. It was awful. It was awful. I, uh... But it was awful just like any ho- sickness is awful.
0: Yeah, I remember thinking it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, for me at least, and then the next day, when I was trying to remember it, it almost felt like I blocked out how bad it was because I was like, "That wasn't so bad," but I like was in a bed for thirty six hours straight, so it had to yeah. be kind of bad. Is it's bad? Uh, my thing is like,
1: it was it was horrible, but the thing that made it worse than other strep throat or the common cold or the flu is that once I started to feel better up came these weird symptoms that was yeah. like psychological when you lose your taste oh, yeah. and smell weird. it fucks with you and it's still not back right you're not 100%. i'm at like 25 percent all right i can't taste i could taste when it was at its peak i could taste one percent like i i anyone who would ask me i would say like if uh, the analogy i could come up with best it tastes like the memory yeah of oh, the yeah. food like that you don't taste a peanut butter sandwich you taste the thought of what you once had
0: well it's funny what you realize you thought taste was too because like fizz on your tongue you could feel that like
1: yeah you could feel like that like you gave me the mint
0: analogy you can yeah. feel the stuff going on but you can't taste yeah, it i put like three mints in my mouth strong ones and i i felt like my nose got all cold yeah. and my mouth got cold but none of the flavor was there it was so weird
1: like my girl made burrito food uh mix and it was really spicy and i could tell it was spicy yeah. but yet i couldn't tell that it was spicy it's, if that makes any sense at it all it
0: messes with you. it's weird like
1: i know this is spicy i could feel the you know but it doesn't affect me like I could have ate a fucking ghost pepper. Yeah, and uh, and it was it it's psychological. And then on top of the the uh, the fucking social stigma, a a lot of people hit you up and they're sweethearts and they they're just lots of love, lots of support. And uh, then a lot of people are like nosy Nellies. So you could tell the <laughs> difference between the two. I'm like, man, get your fucking nosy Nelly out my shit, dude. Um, and then of course you know I had done some shows prior to getting COVID 19, and uh, so everyone I messaged them I was like, hey, don't worry, I was I was in contact with it this day. I got infected this day, so if you're in the past, don't worry about yeah. it. I know exactly when I got it. And then there's just like, are you sure? And I was like, unless COVID could go back in time, seven days, dude. I know when I, I was fine, fine, fine. I came in contact with someone with it, and then I had it. It's not rocket science. I know that person said, oh, I worked with someone that had it. You got it and I was like oh fuck so then i had to call the people i was around and uh, and it was just funny like i understand their worry but it's like yeah. if i say hey i was infected 1222 and i saw you 1215 <laughs> you didn't get it from me man you know <laughs> and i and it was just like people were like oh, how did you know because I was around someone. <laughs> because someone said, yo, dude, I'm really sorry. I have COVID-19. I think I gave it to you. And then I got it. It came from them. <laughs> These, I, I mean, I know. It's a paranoid fucking world. I wish I had a tissue. It's okay. It's just tickly. There's none in here. I have COVID-19. I just keep wiping my nose. <laughs> I mean, I'm negative now. We got tested. We're safe. All right. Oh, man. I don't want to talk about this. This is so sad. COVID-19. I briefly mentioned on the episode with Fahim Anwar that my Uncle Gilbert was on a ventilator. My dumbass thought that if you got on a ventilator, you're fine. That's not the case. Uh, COVID-19 took out Uncle Gilbert. He is no longer with us in this physical realm. He is... Floating on the astral plane, damn man, Uh that's also why I wasn't eating. I was so depressed. I don't even know if it, it feels like a nightmare. It feels fake. I haven't really, really talked about or even dealt with. I took some long walks in the beach and had some good cries. But it's just like, we're in like shock. Like you're just like, fuck, it all happened so fast. He, he had it, my family had it like a month ago. And then uh, he was getting better. He was taking his medicine and it seemed fine. And then he got really short of breath. My aunt, his wife called the ambulance. They took him to the hospital. He has insurance. He got on a ventilator. He started improving, which made us all go, oh, I just assume all right, he's on a ventilator, he's improving. And then he just took a fucking dive, dude, and then he uh ended up being one hundred percent dependent on the ventilator. He was older, he was I don't even know his exact age, he was seventy three or seventy four, and uh and it just went after his lungs. And then, b- when I don't really know the science behind it, but the doctor said when he was on 100% on the ventilator, then his organs started failing. And then they just said, like, I mean, you could, he was a vegetable. And, uh, and he, uh, it was just, uh, just, just, just a horror. Just every horror you can imagine. My poor family, his daughter, couldn't even see him. They finally fought and were able to see him. And the hospital gave him 10 fucking minutes. Which is disgusting since they all tested negative. It's like, yo, I know you got protocol, but he's negative. They're negative. Get the fuck out of here. We said our goodbyes via Zoom. Anyways, it was, it was a fucking nightmare, dude. It was just as bad as 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 you possibly could think. My family's crying over Zoom. the The fucking they're old, so some of them are muted saying their goodbyes. That's fucking not funny, but it's 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 funny. (laughs) Just old people on Zoom saying their goodbyes on mute uh oh. uh the the nurses thank god for them and the doctors but the doctors who would speak to my family were like robots you know yeah. i know they're dealing with it every day but the nurses would sneak cell phones in and communicate with my aunt so god bless those angels and uh The nurse set the iPad up and gave us our final 40 minutes with Uncle Gilbert. Also, too, Microsoft, who owns Zoom. Hey, Billy Gates, you think he could cut the hospitals a break and give them more than 40 minutes? Because it was group chat. Oh, yeah. You only get 40 minutes.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: Heavens forbid Bill can't give the hospitals a free account. Or the hospitals who are making uh, quite a bit of money can't spring the cash so families can have longer than 40 minutes. Anyways, that couldn't help but pop through my head because as no warning, no countdown, just it just shut off. Jesus and we're just like, Christ. well, that's that. Uh, And also, it's the difficulty of getting my aunt and cousin a PCR test with health insurance uh, quickly, with results quickly, so they can see their uh, father and husband who's passing was way too difficult. It's like there isn't some, I just, America and their infrastructure just baffles me. We make fun of every other country, yet there's no testing on the hospital site for loved ones to see their family immediately. Like why doesn't that exist? I just have so many questions. I saw that like a surgeon got fired for calling out unnecessary protocols such as the one giving my uh, family 10 minutes to see their family who's passing. Like why? Just logic, like they're all negative. There's no risk factor. If anything, also they risk the factor of getting reinfected which sucks but you know when your father and husband's dying that sucks a little bit more i think people i don't know the solutions people i just know what i lived through and i saw it and i was just like oh this is fucking terrible why don't they have an unlimited account why doesn't the hospital pay for it why doesn't bill zoom billionaire just gift it you can't gift it. You're profiting pretty big during this fucking pandemic. My fucking dude. It always happens to the good ones, the sweet ones I mean, like I say that because some of my other uncles <laughs> had done some dirt. <laughs> and Gilbert was just the sweetest. Like uh when somebody passes like that, I know he was, he was older, but it still happened abruptly. Like, I don't think I've ever lived through, I've lost loved ones, but it's always, oh shit, I forgot my cousin got shot in the head. Yeah, it sucks. It just happens. That was so long ago, I was so little. Uh, I was going to say, what I was going to say, um, like I was, I've dealt with death, but it's grandparents, they're older, they've lived their life it's sad but it's not as sad like uh it just took him out man and he was just so kind like he was the he was the he would always give me money in las vegas because my father was too cheap my dad would give me two dollars for three days in las (laughs) vegas hey hey dad i love you but you're cheap that's not enough so gilbert would slip me a 10 you know he was that guy he was so kind that he would take other people's children on vacations because they couldn't afford it, you know. Hmm. He was that guy.
0: Ah, I'm Trying not to cry. He's the one who you hang you hung his underpants from the That was Uncle Oscar. Oh, that was Uncle Oscar. He got mad. <laughs> he got mad Uncle Oscar.
1: <laughs> it almost took out <laughs> Uncle Oscar too. He was he lost like 40 pounds. Oh, and wow. it fucked him up. Another aunt, it fucked her up. We all thought that's why we were so surprised. We were scared it was going to happen. My mom, she's just not the healthiest. Thank God she came back. And then it just took him, dude. And it happened like that. Like, he, like, and he got the medical attention he needed. He just was old. He had sleep apnea yeah. and lung conditions. <laughs> and uh he had heart conditions i knew he had to take a pill for his heart i believe he almost i don't know i think he had had almost had a heart attack and had stent he wasn't he wasn't uh it just got him man it just fucking got him oh oh man Covid's a hoax I'm sorry I'm a comedian I have to say something crazy and funny or I'm gonna start crying god damn it <laughs> that's how I cope what else any questions I know I I had all this big long epic speech in my head and then you just get in front of the camera and you
0: get sad and you get quiet do you have a good like funny story about Uncle Oscar
1: oh yeah thank you uncle oscar i got locked oh, uncle, uncle gilbert, gilbert, gilbert you heartless monsters <laughs> i'm sorry my producers an <laughs> evil bastard piece of shit <laughs> no thank you for that you made me laugh dude this guy uncle gilbert he first of all he was a loving loyal husband and he adored his daughter he adored his daughter so much so to where i was like oh that's what a parent's love is supposed <laughs> to look like <laughs> he was the he was the good but this motherfucker was bad at golfing i got golf stories so i used to go golfing with my uncle and my dad and uh this fool i don't know if he had just like a a homing dart missile in his golf balls but he stitches hit birds <laughs> on fucking accident. I've seen this dude. We were golfing. I don't remember what course. It might have been Lakewood. And he hit the holes over there. The birds are over there. This guy just choo, hits this bird. Doesn't kill it. It gets up. It's, just, it's like a cartoon. Like it's almost as if I saw the birdies flying around the birdie. No pun intended. And the, and the birds are like, wah, wah, wah. I'm just like, oh, and he's a night nice. He didn't mean to do it. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and, just, and then I seen him try to <laughs> hit over this water, and he just kept hitting it in the water and kept dropping balls. And me and my dad were laughing. He must have hit four balls in that fucking water. Uh, I seen him kill, or almost, or. Hit two birds, and he hit an old lady in the head. <laughs> the guy just—he was like Chevy Chase and Caddyshack. Just a uh, Chevy Chase was good. He just would hit shit, and uh, I'll never forget this. It was me. It was family vacation. I must have been twelve years old. It was me, my my uncle Gilbert, my aunt Norma, my cousin Lisa, Lulu, the whole the whole Mexican side, my mom. And we had these uh, this really we stayed at the hotel that they filmed the Titanic in because my cousin, uh, cousins, Lisa and Lulu were obsessed with Leo and uh, they filmed the Titanic in Rosarito Beach (laughs) because it's cheaper to film in Mexico because America (laughs) be fucking you with their taxes. So James Cameron went to Mexico to film it because it was a hell of a lot cheaper than the States. So we stayed at this resort and they had like a little plaque. Leo and Kate stayed in these suites. (laughs) And then, uh, so there's a golf course on this hotel. It's like a resort with the golf course. Now I I say all this because my my aunt Donna and my uncle Gilbert and and Roger, they're all golfing. Like we don't, they golf, we're out doing pools, kids shit, shopping shit we just happened to look out the uh, balcony window which we just happened to see uncle gilbert about <laughs> to hit the ball there's 18 holes we weren't home i mean we just a lot of happens per- yeah. the timing of this is perfect we go hey he goes hey and then he goes to hit the ball he hits the golf cart into the <laughs> he shanks it hits the golf cart to the side then the golf ball comes back at him like in every movie you've ever seen in the history of golf bloopers, and they duck and it go- and then the ball goes 50 feet behind him. <laughs> He's going that way and it goes that way, and we just laugh and laugh and laugh. My fondest memories of Uncle Gilbert was me, him, and my Uncle Oscar making fun of my Aunt Norma's mole on her chin. <laughs> till we could not breathe. I mean talk about when I would take strong acid and laugh with my buddies at nothing and or mushrooms, it was the same laughter, but with no drugs. with my uncles making fun of my aunt's neck and mole. We used to say her moles so big it'd have his own outfits and wear a tuxedo to weddings and shit. And me and my uncle Gilbert and Uncle Osie would just die. die laughing and uh he was the uncle that when you get him to laugh too hard his oxygen would cut off to his brain and he'd pass out so our goal as a family was to get uncle gilbert to pass out and he's i swear dude i'm not he uh you're not allowed to label anything anymore but i'm gonna do it because i'm edgy but he would laugh so hard he would sound like a like a japanese dude Mm -hmm. and he would go hi hi i swear to fucking god this isn't jokes and he would he would go hut hut and then he would it would cut off and he'd just pass out and we'd be like oh shit he passed out it's crazy one time he collapsed against the fridge and slid down and we just laughed nicole was the only one that went to his aid cuz we knew he was going to get back up you know and uh he just had the best laugh he had a thick mustache he jammed i i used to talk about him in my act, uh, but it kind of got too mean towards Norma, so I stopped. That's his <laughs> wife. But I'd say he played the bongos and he got the jam with Santana, and then he met my Aunt Norma and had to go work for the city.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> then I'd just rip into Norma, and I'd, I'd feel bad afterwards. I'd be like, okay. I hope nobody recorded that. <laughs> um, No, he hit the... Norma hit the jackpot with him. My other aunts, not so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he, was, he was full Mexican. My aunt Norma said that she lo- she, she thought he was so cool because he was from East Los. They're from the harbor area. He was from East Los Angeles. Full Mexican, kind of look Asian. I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> had the last name Ariano, but had no drug cartel affiliation. The Arianos, I guess, are major players down in some cartel down there. Anyways, if you don't know, now you know. And uh, crazy, crazy. Still feels fake. Doesn't feel real. Feels. You see it on the news. You heard me. I'm. I. I'd always say only. What, 0.3%? I don't even know. I don't, know. I don't keep up anymore. Anyways, my uncle was part of the 0.3. It's awful. It's fucking awful. If I have any advice to battle COVID, uh, don't be old. Anyways, I don't have any advice. Oh, there's some medicines I looked up. Hang on. You know what I don't get about <sighs> this nation once once you live through some COVID-19 shit? Okay, so uh, here's some medicines I looked up from some doctors. Dexam. Methasone and bam, BAMLANIVIMAB. Niv, bamlan, Can you come up with some better names? You'd think D E X A M E T H A S O N E and B A M L A N I V I M A B. Those are supposed to help the elderly battle some lung shit i know steroids have helped some people i know that hydrochloroquake is helped some people and that's what i was about to start you know just because you hate our president who's an easy guy to hate i get it he's he just he's the kind of guy that gets a little spit right there you know you just (laughs) everybody hates that guy most everybody uh but just because he said the name of a medicine all of a sudden it taboos the medicine and my girl, her uh, grandparents are pharmacists, compound pharmacists have been doing it for 50, 60 years and have been taking that medicine long before COVID when they would travel to Mexico and Africa because it has antiviral properties. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a shield for elderly to say, fuck you to viruses before it even enters. And the fact that, uh, you know, a man that's a piece of shit says the medicine. And then all of a sudden they say no to that medicine. And that is insane to me. It's like, I've known people who've taken it and it's fine. My, my girl, grandparents, a compound. He's like rain man. He just knows he mixes the actual medicines. He, uh, took it for 20 years pre COVID. It's fine. It's like an anti-malaria drug. I yeah, think. yeah, it's it's used a lot in uh, you know tropical islands where malaria is, is uh, rampant. And uh, just because someone says something and you don't like them doesn't mean I say all that because like they politicized a medicine that actually works. Yeah, I think that's a good lesson. That's insane, and then it, it even. Me talking about it, you'll still get some people like that shit kills you. Oh, oh, does it? I know it's not perfect. Definitely. It's not it's not perfect, but it's you know what else is fucking better than your aunt or uncle or grandpa or grandpa dying. Uh I just can't believe that medicines have been politicized and it's like, yo, does this shit help? Yes or no. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what senator, what president, whether it's Biden or Trump, who gives a fuck what either of them say. What is the doctor? Oh, it works? Oh, it's a medicine that exists and has been battling virus, viruses for decades? Oh. I don't understand it. Because the guy... Because you hate the guy? I mean, I could understand the hate. Uh, just... The not listening to doctors. And I don't know if I talked about this before, but a comedian got COVID in, in the beginning of the pandemic when, or not, maybe not the beginning in the middle, I don't know. And, uh, the doctor said, what are your political beliefs? And he's like, what? And then, and then, uh, he's like, well, do you like Trump? He's like, no, I hate him. He's like, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, give me the medicine that works. He <laughs> yeah. goes, Well, this works. And he's like, Then give it to me. Yeah. Like, don't ask me my political beliefs. Prescribe me the medicine that fucking helps me. And that was a real thing that was brought up between a medical doctor and a comedian I know. And he was just like, Give me the fucking <laughs> drugs that will get rid of this. Not whether I believe in Democrat or Republic, uh, Republican uh, beliefs insane insane uh back to what i've been preaching forever it's just like why isn't the news constantly covering how to battle covid if you have insurance if you don't have insurance what medicines to take what you know what i mean like all it is is just a fear factory and a death ticker uh It's like they're focusing on the problem rather than the solution. Constantly. Because fear sells. It's just, it's, 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 uh, our media is disgusting. And, uh, you know, COVID-19 takes out predominantly, uh, the elderly and Overweight. All things stemming from that. And and uh, elderly, you can't control that. But you could, you know, they could start eating more ginger, more garlic, start exercising, start going in the sun, start taking vitamin C, start taking vitamin D3, zinc, etc. So if they do come in contact, they stand a shot. And I just don't find that being put out there so often. And if it is, it's like, oh, that's hoopla. It's like, ah, it's giving people a fighting chance. It's just crazy. Crazy, crazy. I don't know. Am I leaving anything out? Your thoughts, Christ- Christopher?
0: Uh, Well, I just keep thinking about, like, the way the drug commercials are all, like, ask your doctor if this drug is right for you. And <clears throat> I just don't think it's... Shouldn't there shouldn't be lobbying in that direction? Like there should be doctors who know what drugs work, and they shouldn't get paid extra for using them. Because I think that starts to muddy the waters. Yeah, kickbacks should be illegal amongst doctors. Because I want to believe every doctor, but we know like there's doctors... financial incentives for them to prescribe certain medicines, and that's also insane. And and then also they're not always the most nutrition conscious they went to school to learn what drugs to give you to make you feel better but they didn't necessarily get the lesson on you know vitamin c and yeah. anything other than like a shot like they don't they don't preach you know eat a lot of vegetables that type of thing
1: yeah um it's just uh the uh the amount of things we can do to naturally boost our immune system is unreal and the fact that it's not common knowledge and constantly pumped out into the ether uh is is beyond me i don't understand it i know that it is i know that there's health conscious people everywhere but i also know that there's like a stigma to it it's like Sure, I'm not saying don't go to the doctor and don't get medicine, but I'm saying on top of that, eat organic, grass-fed meats and no dairy and uh, healthy oils and 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 uh, greens and ancient grains, something that's not synthetic, wild rice and mung beans as opposed to fucking soy and bleached rice and like everything's just everything. Not everything, but almost everything in this goddamn food chain has a... It's like, okay, so this raw organic cane sugar. Then we refine it and we bleach it and we make it a chemical. Why the fuck do we do that? I know why we do it. It sells more and it probably makes it cheaper. But it comes at a cost. It weakens your immune system. Everything, like, it's like we bleached bread. This there's too many chemicals like why the fuck our mac and cheese have different ingredients in Canada's mac and cheese just all those things why is there so much processed food uh no other nations do what we do with our food and I think it directly affects our health and it directly affects our reaction to COVID like other nations aren't hit as hard as we are and we have all the infrastructure they do, and it's it's just comes down to our basic health and our ingredients in our food, and we need to wake up and pay more attention to that. And uh, we need to change, as Tupac said, we need to change the way we eat. We need to change the way. I I've really started butchering some words right there. <laughs> It's on the song Changes. And he says, we need to change the way we eat. We need to change the way we live. And we need to change the way we treat each other. I don't know. It's all fucked up. Anyways. He played the bongos. And he used an AOL email because i would mooch off his hbo and his el betito at aol.com and uh yeah he jammed with santana that's crazy he got he had the best taste in music he listened to tupac nwo wait a minute (laughs) nwa that's that other bastard he uh, yeah like I would hear straight out of Compton as a child in the 80s from my uncle. Not my brother or sister or cousin, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's so dope. He had the best taste in music. He gave me a of vinyl, the classics, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and, and Santana, Jimi Hendrix. He liked brass. He loved the bongos. He'd always bang on the table. My aunt would tell him to stop. And uh Yeah man. He had a of a nice thick walrus mustache. <laughs> he told me a story how he shit in the shower and stepped on it and pushed it through the drain.
0: <laughs> it's like I laughed,
1: I laughed. Oh, that's a good one. He was always there too. He was he was the uh He was like the husband everyone wanted. Like, he always wanted to be around his family. All my other uncles and father were like, I'm out of here. (laughs) I'll be in the garage drinking, watching the fight. (laughs) And he just always... He was a family man. RIP, Gilbert. R.I.P. Okay. I don't remember anything else I'm missing, man. I just... I don't want to. <sighs> All right. So 2020, 2020. What a fucking shit show. It's the worst year ever, bro. <laughs> oh my God. So, right as 2020 was ending, my uncle passed. I had COVID 19. My girl had COVID-19. Christmas was canceled. Thanksgiving was canceled. We were quarantined. Then the the neighbor's plumbing pipe burst, just like ours, except it was the upstairs. <laughs> so it was just a waterfall on the downstairs. They had to shut off the water. This is right before 2021. Oh, this Jesus. is still 2020. So now me and my girl are here with COVID-19 and no water. And they're like, <laughs> they're, the the landlord, we have good landlords. They hire a plumber to come in the morning and fix it. Premier plumbing, these guys are superheroes. Uh, but they're like, yes, yeah, just, just stay at a hotel. I'm sorry, like the water's shut off. We can't turn it on, there'll be a waterfall. So my neighbors stayed in a hotel. Everyone went to a hotel. We have COVID-19. We can't go to a hotel. So now we're just stuck with COVID 19 and no water. And on top of that, I had just laid a uh, brick of a turd (laughs) and clogged the toilet. (laughs) So the clog happens right before the water gets shut off, right? Mm -hmm. I can't go anywhere. I order a plunger from Target because they deliver like same day, you know. So it's was like, all right, I could get a plunger over here quick and I could fix this. Then the next door water thing happened. <laughs> Target promising my plunger at 5 p.m. Uh, no plunger, 5 p.m. 6 p.m. No, <laughs> no plunger. 7 p.m. No plunger. 7.30. Get the plunger uh girls taking a shower in between you know maybe about six forty-five, and uh before the plunger gets here thank god for no smell the one silver lining of covid is we can't smell this <laughs> god-awful brick master brick house and uh but then they shut off the water mid-shower on my girl She's just like fucking soap in her asshole. (laughs) And turd in the toilet, soap in the asshole. No plunger. Plunger gets here. Now the water's shut off. (laughs) I can't even plunge. What am I going to plunge it and flush it? And then (laughs) there's no water. So then I don't use the plunger. Uh, I resort to pissing in my water pitcher that I water my plants with in the kitchen. (laughs) I don't tell my girl this, she catches me, pissing in the kitchen. (laughs) She said, you're fucking disgusting. Go outside. I was like, it's cold, it's raining, it's pissing here, I just (laughs) fling it, fling it outside on the cement. Uh, She's, where the fuck is she pissing? Oh, she's pissing in the bathtub. (laughs) because there's nowhere to go she's not going to pop a squat outside so my neighbors can see her pretty pink pussy (laughs) (laughs) so she's pissing in the bathtub and then uh, pouring good fresh arrowhead delivered water to wash (laughs) it down and then she goes, "Why don't you pee in the bathtub?" Because I'm not when well, I'm not wasting that Arrowhead. I paid for that. I'll piss in this cup. I'll pour it outside. Zero water wasted. It's a new anti-flush system. It's called the bucket, <laughs> the pitcher. So, uh, so the plumbers come the next day, work from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Fix it because they're the fucking rock stars that they are. Those guys are. On it, come holiday, get cracking, fix the shit. Uh, So we have water. Finally go to plunge the turd. Turns out when you let a brick soak for 30 hours, you don't need the plunger anymore. (laughs) Breaks apart. Flushed it, no problem. And, uh, oh, I forgot. I had to take one shit at the beach. (laughs) Ran to the beach, ran to the beach with booty wipes, masks, gloves on, whole nine. I had to, had no other choice. Uh, laid another brick. I don't know if COVID constipates you or what. Something's going on down there. These <laughs> bricks coming out. And then on my jog down to the toilet, I see an old friend that I knew from middle <laughs> school and high school. And I didn't want to say hi and be like, hey, I'm running to the bathroom. I have COVID-19. I'm taking a shit because there's no water and the toilet's clogged at my home up the block. Haven't seen you in a decade. Good to see you. Actually, not good to see you. I think he got into cocaine and racism. So that guy could go fuck himself. Who gets into racism? I don't understand. I knew. I saw. I was friends with kids. Little. You yeah. see him grow up. Mm-hmm. You see. It's just like in the movies, it's just like the empire and the, and the force. By the way, I watched the Mandalorian so good. (laughs) It's like good and evil. And you just saw this guy like slowly go towards racism and evil. And you're like, I knew you when you were a child, you're a sweet, (laughs) innocent boy. What the fuck? You got one hateful uncle and he'd spews and you absorbed it. Most of us go, ah, he was in the war. Just ignore him. (laughs) Just ignore him. He hates Asian people
0: now. What the fuck? So weird.
1: Not when you served in Vietnam. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's not right. I'm just saying some of your uncles were almost murdered by... And vice versa. And uh, they kind of have a little bit of anger in their heart because they saw their buddies being shot to pieces. Vice versa. We invaded their country, you know? Anyways, none of it's right. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that's that's racism. I'm like, oh, yeah. uh, that makes a little bit of sense. <laughs> Vietnam, what a shit show war. Hmm um say no to racism even if you were in a war just say no anyways this kid wasn't in a war he grew up in the south bay we're an ethnic bunch over here we got it all not so much south South's pretty white south torrance south redondo palace very, very white Very white. But you go to North, you just cross Western and get a little brown. Now we're talking. Anyways, I just farted. Uh, My girl had trap gas. I had trap gas maybe like a month ago. I hadn't had trap gas since I was a child. I've been letting them rip. I don't know. I don't know how trap gas happens, but it is the most painful thing. It feels like... You need to go to the emergency room. Anyways, I didn't have it this time, but I just had it not but a couple months ago. And I know how it feels and I forgot how it feels. So then my girl had it and she's just squatting, drinking bubbly water. I'm running her legs like a bicycle (laughs) trying to pump a fart. Keep in mind, she has never farted in front of me. Not once. (laughs) Not once. So she's not that kind of girl but the pain is so bad and she's in so much horrible pain that she's like babe i need you to pump my legs like i gotta do something and she's like crying and laughing of the pain and like the ridiculousness of how embarrassed she is and i'm just like if if only those reality tv camera right now just two (laughs) COVID 19s and the guy's pumping his girl's legs so she could fart and not being in excruciating pain. (laughs) Oh, That was the, I can't believe we were trapped with no hotel. Like normally, like if that water burst, we'd be like, woo wee, free vacation. And we were like, we can't, (laughs) we can't, we can't go anywhere. By the way, when you can't go anywhere, it's, it, it fucks you up too like just even going to target to buy toilet paper or whatever the fuck you got to do. You can't. So you got to call your sister or your mother and be like, Hey, like, can you bring me some food? You could deliver food. Uh, but even like the delivery guy coming straight to your door, you're like, no, 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 stay on the corner. (laughs) It's just a lot easier. If it's your sister, they know just leave it in the driveway. Um, Yeah, man, this fucking shit is awful. 2020, I didn't think 2020 could get any worse. And it did, it did guys, right at the end. I got COVID-19, canceled my Florida dates. Uh, This is just the trivial stuff. Couldn't leave the home. Couldn't taste. Couldn't smell. Felt like shit. Uh, everyone looks at you like you're a leper. <laughs> you know? Ah!
0: <laughs>
1: you just turn into the disease boy. You're just like, no, no, you're dead to me. All the shows, uh, even like ones. Anyways, uh, obviously, the main thing, my uncle took him out of this realm. I know it's a hard thing to it's a hard thing uh this is what I keep telling myself what I've believed in but it's just harder when it's closer to home. It's like we're energy it's just this chapter's over. And whether you believe in God or Christianity or the Quran or or buddhism or judaism uh you know back to what i keep saying from science community where energy and energy they have proven cannot be created nor destroyed it's just changing through the form into the next meaning whether you believe in heaven or hell or this or that uh there's something out there now what that is we have no fucking clue but we just know that there's another chapter and that's the only thing that I hope that maybe my aunt and cousin will tell themselves uh, to make this easier for them. Cause I couldn't even imagine what they're going through. We're energy, baby. Uh, one thing I almost tweeted and I just didn't, and I was like, if, if we all know we're going to die, we all know that. And we all know our loved ones are going to die. And uh, and we also, it's like we, oh, let me just pull up the tweet because I'm going to mess it up. Um. Oopsie daisy. Oh, good thing. I deleted it. Oh, here it is. None of us can escape death, and we all know it's coming. Then why is it so sad when someone passes? I don't know. I don't know. Because it's true. Like, we all know. We all know. You're going to die. You're going to die. I'm going to die. My mom's going to die. Everyone's going to die. It's the only thing that is certain. And we all know it's coming. And it's just so sad when you lose someone. But at the same time to what I was just speaking on, we know we know that it's there's something else. I don't know what it is. An energy field, fucking heaven. I know that I might have to spend some time in purgatory. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. You got to pay. You got to pay the piper. <laughs> That's fine. It's worth it. <laughs> Uh, I had my fun, got my rocks off. It's just about balance, yin and the yang, baby. You got, you gotta, you gotta do a little dirt to know what the soap's for. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. But too much dirt, it's bad. You go down there with Hitler, you know. <laughs> to, that's too much dirt. Get out of here. It's not enough soap. Yeah, not enough soap to clear that up. I'm just talking about some good old <laughs> firecracker, you know, stealing, stealing some drugs, slapping some booties, you know, just the good stuff, <laughs> just the, the good mischief. Blah. Bottom line, there's something more. What that is, I could not fucking tell you. Just got to start meditating more. Maybe I'll tell you. I fucking astral plane to Jupiter, bro. (laughs) Heaven. More like Jupiter. Everyone's over there. They're all fucking
0: no condoms. There's no skin.
1: (laughs) Nobody knows. No one fucking knows. I just know I learned that energy thing at a really young age, and I don't know who said it, when or where or why, but I just know that I went, wait a minute, we're energy, so we don't die. I remember that clicking. Maybe it was acid, psilocybin mushrooms. Maybe I came up with it all on my own. Maybe I was listening to Ram Dass. I don't know, but I tell you what. Alan Watts, Ram Dass, Terrence McKenna. You take some strong acid and go down those rabbit holes. Good luck, my friend. (laughs) Good luck. I think I'm going to start smoking weed again. This is for you, Uncle Gilbert. (laughs) It's for you. Anyways. All right. We'll talk about some shows. So I binge watched The Mandalorian in two days. Wow. <laughs> I had COVID, bro. I couldn't yeah, go right. nowhere. It's so good. I did not know Bill Burr was in it. Oh yeah, that guy just it's the <laughs> best, man. Fuck yeah. And I also saw my buddy Asif Ali. Uh, I knew he was in it because I saw someone like posting, but like knowing he's in it and then seeing him in yeah. it, you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> So the guy that was next to him, I don't know his name, but I know I played him in dodgeball. And I was like, I know that guy from standup. I know Asif pretty well. I don't know the other dude, but I know I'll fucking catch that motherfucker.
0: <laughs>
1: you in the Mandalorian, bro, you ain't got shit. I'll catch you, I'll get you out. He's a good player though. He's a good improviser and actor too. He's in the Mandalorian. He's also in Kong, that guy's cool. I don't know him. I just know if you play dodgeball, you cool. You cool. And then, you guys, you got to watch The Mandalorian. Uh, God bless you, Jean Favreau. He gave us baby Yoda. <laughs> I kept saying yoga on accident. I caught it that time. Did you see my brain work when I was a mid- baby Yoda? yoga. <laughs> I've been saying baby yoga for two weeks and my girl keeps making fun of me and calls this Yoda. I'm like, oh, yoga, Yoda, whatever. John Favreau, sir, you give us Swingers, Iron Man, Avengers. He Didn't he direct one of those?
0: Uh, He did the first, at least the first Iron Man. I know not- he did Iron Man. I know he Come on,
1: John Favreau, Baby Yoda. I didn't get all the stink, uh, you know. The internet Mandalorian yeah, yeah. came out like a year ago, right? Right. It's... I'm a little late to the party. Yeah. Uh, I saw Baby Yoda everywhere, and I was like, "What the fuck? Who cares?" It's a yeah. Big whoop. <laughs> Watch the show. Oh my God, Baby Yoda, <laughs> the cutest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I want a Baby Yoda, so I get all I get all the hype now. I get all of it. Baby Yoda you're so cute (laughs) You little whiskers You're eating the poor Fish's baby's eggs (laughs) So dark and weird and cute How you gonna make cannibalism cute Monsters (laughs) Baby Yoda Bill Burr's in it Uh, Cool guest stars Someone else Carl Weathers Gina Carano It's fun man (laughs) Um, I also watched the, the Queen's Gambit. How's that? Fantastic. Fantastic. Someone tweeted it, it was going viral. I guess the producer tried to make that show for the last 30 years. Oh, wow. Man, fuck you, Hollywood. How many times? What is wrong with you? I swear to God, everything Hollywood says no to ends up being the number one show in the world. They said no to Stranger Things. Number one show. They said no to Queen's Gambit. Number one show. They said no to Seinfeld. (laughs) Perseverance, baby. The amount of TV shows and movies that were said no. And then you find out like... uh, Things Hollywood fought over, and they're the biggest piece of shit yeah. film. Like, you fought over that. <laughs> you turned down Seinfeld and you fought over Bright.
0: <laughs>
1: I liked it. I mean, I know it was shitty. I guess there's going to be a sequel. I guess there was a bidding war over that. That's the one with Will Smith, as at, a cop with like an orc sidekick. Yeah, kick. a cop with the orc sidekick. And uh, Hollywood, I guess. Was, there was several bidding wars over that script <laughs> Netflix won because they got deep pockets put Will Smith in it did the whole nine you put Willie Boy the golden goose
0: <laughs>
1: the man doesn't miss I love Will Smith I appreciated the movie but it was it was it was pretty bad I also you know everyone's a fucking critic Uh, Wonder Woman I watched that 84 Mm -hmm. you know it was bad but it was fun (laughs) fuck off I just Hollywood really needs to stop casting Uh, they need to cast villainous actors and actresses as villains they put Kristen Wiig as the sweet uh airhead that turned into a vicious villain i love Kristen wig i respect her she's a comedic genius but let's not have her be the villain to battle wonder woman
0: you're just kind of kind of be like and know. also it was the guy from the mandalorian was like the other bad guy
1: yeah He's a brilliant actor, too, and I'm a fan. Pedro Pascal,
0: he's so good, but that villain was just odd. It like, It's just a movie without any real villains.
1: Yeah, it was two
0: ant- hardly villainous people
1: to where like, even if Wonder Woman had to take them out, you're like, no, he's just a dad <laughs> trying to be rich to provide for everyone. It was like villains with good hearts. It's like weird. It's like,
0: <laughs>
1: yo, motherfucker. I want a Lex Luthor. Yeah. I want. They did it, too, in that one movie Oliver Stone directed where they had Selma Hayek be the drug cartel warlord. Once again, that. I love Selma <laughs> Hayek. <laughs> yeah. Absolute gorgeous, beautiful, talented actress. Uh, amazing in Frida, amazing in everything, fools rush in, I saw in theaters with Matthew Perry flicks the coin across on the <laughs> bridge, you know? But a fucking cartel? Lord? <laughs> get get the lady that played Yolanda in Selena. Now that's, that's a, you know what I mean? You don't hear me talking about shit about, uh, 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 who was that, Gwen Close playing Cu- Cruella DeVille. Cause she's evil. She's got the you know, that's that's a good. That's good. That's a good. That's it. Looks at my book. That's a good. Uh who else is an excellent villain? Even Michelle Fiverr playing like a catwoman, like she's got that.
0: <sighs>
1: uh also too, Gal Gadot. You're supposed to be Amazonian. You're supposed to be. You know, I think I, I she's fucking smoke show and uh, she knocked the first one out of the park. But I'm just saying, like you know, the comic book. You look at Wonder Woman. They're like He-Man. They're fucking also. They got big tits and a fat ass. Gal <laughs> Gal Dope, gorgeous. But uh. I don't see no Anne and the school, Nicole Smith titties up in there. <laughs> you may say sexist. I'm being a realist. Look at the original comic book. Look at the original act actress that played her, voluptuous. I'm just saying you're you're supposed to be this wild Amazonian strong woman, and you look like a model. It's it's the same pet peeve I have. You're gonna have Halle Berry be the be the badass and John Wick. Have her have some electric shock weapons, you know. <laughs> I love female badasses. I just want to believe it. Like uh like Charlize Theron in, in Mad Max. Oh my god. Charlize Theron in Old Guard. Oh. <laughs> just make Charlize Theron be the bad I mean the awesome badass. Galgard, though, is awesome. I just think it was a lack of villains. and I just, you, you think an Amazonian Wonder Woman, you just think a thick. And she's like a gorgeous fucking thin model. It's not, it's not. <laughs> I'm going to get canceled. They're like, he's anti-woman. I'm like, no, you're anti-thick woman. You're anti-thick woman. <laughs> <laughs> Um
0: I don't know how long we've been rolling, bro. A hour and 5 minutes. Okay.
1: I'm running on empty, man. Any
0: questions? Uh Let's see. Is that all you watched? Anything else?
1: Yeah, a bunch of Christmas movies. The Santa Claus is Fantastic. I actually watched the Santa Claus 1 and 2 yesterday. <laughs> I was depressed, dude. We didn't get to celebrate Christmas. I've been trapped here. My uncle fucking died. If I watch Christmas movies, it feels like I'm it's not nothing happened. Mm-hmm. It's like I've just
0: it still doesn't feel real. Are there 3 Santa Clauses? Yeah, the, the third, third one, one with uh Martin Short. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah, and I'll watch that tonight. (laughs) I will. I will. Uh, The second one, not that good. I can't, I mean. First one. Seems like it's all figured out
0: by the end of the first one. Yeah. I'm still going to go for number three.
1: (laughs) I'm sick and tired of uh, everyone ripping movies to shreds obviously santa claus two and three are not going to be anywhere near as good as one <laughs> yeah but you still can watch them yeah. and you still can appreciate them uh ww 84 was not nearly as good as the first one still a fun movie still had moments yeah kristen Wiig as a
0: fucking evil villain was absolutely not believable I couldn't figure out, so Chris Pine is back, but it's not really him. That, too. you just have to kind of, like, assume that we're looking at this random guy through her eyes from then on. Is that, like... That was another thing. Uh,
1: Like, so there's this magic wishing stone. Whatever you wish for, it comes reality. Wonder Woman wished for her man, her lover, Chris Pine, to come back. I don't blame her, handsome devil, <laughs> handsome man. And uh, he comes back, but in another male's body, but she
0: sees the old Chris Pine, not the new guy. But he looks in the mirror, and it's like Quantum Leap where we like when he sees himself, he sees the other guy. I'm just like, you're the wishing stone. Just have the original,
1: you yeah, know what I mean? It seemed like a weird uh, uh, element. D- they're like, but that body... My girl's like, but that body has already passed. So it can't be brought back. It's still wishing
0: stone. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make sense. It does a lot of other weird shit throughout the rest of the You see that movie. wall yeah. that was erected in Syria? That wasn't some all, that other w- wall. That was... <laughs> that came out of nowhere. <laughs> so
1: Chris Pine could come out of nowhere. Just a lot of stuff. It's so weird that I know we're watching fantasy. Mm-hmm. But... If it is the fantasy world, I want it.
0: Just go all the way. Just go all the way. Why exactly. Not? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That was my biggest problem with it. Even though I enjoyed it, I thought it was a dumb movie, but it was fun. Like, it was an just en- why it, why that?
1: It, it was an enjoyable, fun movie, but there was a lot of why that. It's like why isn't Chris Pine just Chris Pine? Yeah. Why are these two like most? anti-climactic villains I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Why is there not, like, any, any any real cool epic? In the first one, she's battling a Nazi that's the devil and the lord of war. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? There's nothing more evil than that. It's for the greater good of the world. And this one, it's a guy that gets in over his head with wishes? <laughs> And a sweet nerd that turns into a cat? (laughs) These are the villains. Go back to the Nazi warlord. That's a fucking battle. God damn. That's And I still like the movie. But yes, compared to the first one, it's fucking doo-doo. The first one was fucking awesome. It had all the things, all the feels. Anyways. All right, let's do a 2020 recap. I got to do some positive shit, even though, you know, bottom line, end of the day, we must go on. We must persevere, even my cousin and my aunt. And, uh, you know, you got to keep on trucking no matter how hard those blows are, even though this one is gut-wrenching. I can't even, you know, anyways, uh, 2020 positives. I tried, I tried my best. These are my positives. I, I challenge you to come up with your positives. I started headlining during the pandemic. That's crazy. I, 2020 was my year. I started selling merch. I, I moved to the beach with my girl, which is the first girl I've ever lived with in my entire life, besides my big booty mama. <laughs> uh, at the beach, I moved to the beach. That's crazy. You all know me very well if you've listened to my shit. I pretty much felt, had low self-esteem, felt like a loser and was on drugs for the first half of my life. Then I got sober at 29, slowly started to build myself up through therapy and uh, stand-up, started to make a, a name for myself, started to gain confidence It's still weird because you just feel like a fraud wouldn't really. What is confidence? Just self-love. But we're just this world and society and a lot of old school parents. It's just, you know, it's not even their fault. It's just the way the generations were raised. It's like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. Go get a union job. Provide for your family. It's like, yeah, the actual rules is there are no fucking rules. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Anyways. uh, So. I don't know how I went off on that tangent. How did I get there, Chris? I'm just saying all that, too, because even at the level of success that I am right now, it still feels like the rug can be pulled from underneath me. It doesn't feel real. It almost feels like I'm, like... Like I don't deserve this, when really we're all God's creatures and we all deserve this. We're all energy. We're all the universe's creatures. We all deserve abundance. We all deserve the beach home, the the any home, the the apartment with the kitchen. You know, we all we all deserve it and can have it. And there's enough for everybody to go around. We need to get this scarcity, and we need to get. The crabs fighting in the pot mentality those are the thoughts and vibes of the old. The truth is we all can vibrate higher. We all I am literally living proof of that, although I am not even anywhere near to the places that I want to go. I'm just saying from the initial dungeon I was in living in uh you know physically mentally emotionally, spiritually to the place I'm at now. I feel like I was in hell. Now I'm reaching uh some sort of peaceful area trying to transcend to just uh to the Teflon dawn. Not to reference John Gotti and his evil ass, but I just mean to where to get to a place to where if anybody says anything uh hurtful or emotional, whether that be family or, or, or girlfriends or boyfriends or ex girlfriends or boyfriends or whatever, you could just be like, ah, I'm good, you know, like just tough, let's like just like, like Wonder Woman, you're just like, <laughs> block, block. I block that negative, hateful energy. Good <laughs> Get off 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 my shit. You ain't getting towards my peaceful, Mental servitude. Did any of that make sense? I don't know. I don't know. Moved to the beach. Did that one. Adopted a new cat. Little boo. I'm now starting to smell her breath again.
0: <laughs>
1: really bad. Really bad. Uh I headlined a, handsful, a handful of gigs in 2019, but they just kind of didn't count because it was just like one-nighters. And... uh And it wasn't until 2020 to where I really started doing clubs. Just took a global pandemic and every other comedian being afraid for their life. (laughs) Those are jokes. I earned it. I deserved it. I have confidence. (laughs) I am confident. Self-love. Love, love, love. love. I love myself. (laughs) Oh, God. well, everybody, this wasn't the most hilarious of episodes, but it's, it's, uh, it was a real one. I don't know what to say other than appreciate every moment you have on this planet. Cause you do not know when it's going to be the last or appreciate the moments. I'm not, or, and appreciate the moments of your loved ones. Cause it's, you don't know. And I know we've all heard that a million times before, go hug your loved ones. You don't know when the last time that's going to be, you're going to speak with them. And unfortunately, this, this uh, rang true for my family this holiday season. And uh, the truth is we could all, you could get hit by a bus, you could fall out of an airplane. That one, not so likely Uh, because it's sealed, pressurized (laughs) cabins. But you know what I mean. (laughs) Your time is up when your time is up. And uh, just as the great Warren Zevon said on some talk show, it might have been Letterman, but he had terminally, uh, he was terminally ill with cancer, and and, uh, it wasn't public at the time, but they're like, if you could say anything to the audience and any lessons learned throughout your lifetime – And he said, enjoy every sandwich. I know it's about sandwiches, but I caught the metaphor. It means (laughs) enjoy every fucking moment because life is precious. And you never know when your time is up. So go hug your kids, hug your wife, hug your husband. Or if you're alone... Maybe you better reevaluate your life because you're alone and you're a loser.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, I'm just joking. I'm so okay. You are loved. You are loved. <laughs> this podcast makes some poor sapsucker check out. No, it's jokes. You got this. Get on Bumble, get on Hinge, get on Grindr. Even if you don't like dudes, they'll like you. You'll get some love. You you you're alone. You would need anything? So you're into the taco, not the sausage. Big whoop. You're alone on Easter's. Go, go get some. <laughs> go get some. Yes, boy. This <laughs> this went off the rails real quick. I got a pee. And uh, yeah, I love you all. Uh, Rest in peace, Uncle Gilbert. We'll all be seeing you later. Hopefully later.
0: Hopefully later.
1: Not to be a downer, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Hopefully in 50. I'll see you in 50. If it's anything less than that, I'm taking it up with you, God. You think i ain't got a little fight in me i gotta fucking think i don't smuggle a shank into heaven you were mistaken <laughs> you forgot to check my ankle god
0: <laughs>
1: i'm just kidding i'm just joking i'm just joking oh boy this podcast in with me threatening god with a <laughs> with a small stiletto i snuck in on my ankle i like knives what can i say i got one right here one what about my spiritual one god huh you don't know about the spiritual shank i hid in my asshole huh yeah i learned a thing from my cousins locked up the old bunghole surprise they got smartphones in there (laughs) i'm I'm just saying it's a big phone you get big knives (laughs) Okay, alright. I love you all. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh sorry we missed the week. First week I've missed in two years. I had COVID and my uncle died, so uh That's why, motherfuckers, if you got a problem with that problem with that, you could take this spiritual shiv to the throat like I threatened God with a moment ago. That's what I think about you. That's what I think. Why am I doing this? I'm threatening my fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just all over the place. It's an emotional time. I love you all. Thank you so much. Uh tell your loved ones you love them. Tell yourself you love yourself. Let's go to higher places cuz I'm tired of this dark, fearful fucking world we live in. And I and we my whole family we just went through the thick of it. And I say that because uh, they're handling it, they're handling it as hard and horrible and uh, awful as it is. You gotta, you gotta keep on trucking and vibrate to the positivity because the other the other side is too dark. It's too dark. Cockroaches dark. Rat's dark. Turn on the light to scatter. Go away. Get out of here. Get out of here. We don't want you here. Anyways, I don't know what I'm fucking. <laughs> t-. Just go hug your mamas if you got them. And daddies. And if you don't, give them a you know, give the old, give the old. Two hits. <laughs> I don't know. I should have ended this eight <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> Check out Comedy Showcase app. It's on the... It's on... Go fuck yourself. (laughs) I'm just joking. Okay, that's it. I love you all. Thank you. Tell everyone you love, you love them. Yes. Happy Easter's.